on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City. Here's Matt Foley. It was anything but easy, but a win is a win, and the Brewers get it tonight in Baltimore, knocking off the Orioles by a 5-4 score. They have evened up the three-game series at a game apiece, and now they look for their first series victory of the year coming up tomorrow. We'll get to that later on in the program, but first, let's get to what happened today. Welcome into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. Vinny Rotino from Bally Sports Wisconsin will join us later on in the program. Vinny making his B debut coming up in just a few moments. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. That's 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. Taking your phone calls, your text messages. You can also tweet at me at Matt Pauley on air. M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Brewers got out to an early lead. Then they had an early deficit. Then it got tied up. And then they were able to push across a run in the seventh inning and find a way to hold on. That was a bit of a circus act there in the 8th and ninth innings when Devin Williams and Josh Hader each had to work out of a jam, but they were able to do so. That's what happens when you can strike guys out, and uh, we saw that from Williams. We saw that from Hader. Williams with three strikeouts, all with the bases loaded, and then Hader, who gives up a leadoff double, uh, he ends up uh, being able to uh, strike out two and getting out of his respective jam as well. This is a really fun, really interesting entertaining game with a lot of big moments and uh, the brewers do find a way to get the win we got a lot to get to again if you want to join us 855-616-1620 that is the acunet mortgage talk and text line you can tweet into the program as well at matt Pauley on air this is brewers extra innings back with more in a moment on wtmj Gives Adamas another look, and the first pitch to McCutcheon is lined past the glove of Gutierrez and down the left field line. Adamas around third. He will score. Yelich is going to be waved home. Here comes the relay home, and Yelich slides in there with the left hand safely, and the Brewers have taken a 2-0 lead here in the top of the first. They go on to get the win over Baltimore 5-4. In fact, the Orioles only have one RBI hit in this game. It was kind of a big one when uh, Cedric Mullins hits a grand slam in the second inning. But outside of that, the Orioles don't do a whole lot offensively. Baltimore is the team that really both teams struggle with runners in scoring position, but Baltimore's numbers are a lot worse than the Brewers. Baltimore goes 1-13 for 13 with runners in scoring position, and they leave 10 on. Again, that grand slam was everything they did from a run scoring perspective. The Brewers, who uh, started out the season 2-22 for 22 with runners in scoring position, not a lot better today, but a little bit better at 3-14, for 14, and they scored really the run when they needed it in the second seventh inning in a tie game and that's the that's the key moment because that's kind of your crossroads moment the way the brewers are built and the way the bullpen is built you want to take a lead when you've got your pitcher coming out in the seventh inning so for road games in the bottom of the seventh for home games in the top of the seventh because if you have the lead at that point you're able to go to boxberger and williams and Hayter, and that's exactly what the brewers did today now it, it wasn't as easy as it normally is because Williams and Hayter certainly made things a little bit interesting for themselves there, pitching out of 
big-time jams for Williams. He loads the bases with nobody out, but then gets back-to-back-to-back strikeouts to get out of that jam, and then Hayter comes in and immediately gives up a leadoff double that did not miss a home run by much. If that ball is hit just a little bit more, we're probably uh, still listening to the radio broadcast right now, and they're probably playing extra innings because the game uh, likely is still to be going on, but the Brewers do come away with the 5-4 win. I You've heard me say this over and over, and I'm going to continue to repeat it probably for about the next month. It's really hard for me to grasp anything that's real in the first month of the season. You just don't know what's real and what happens to be a low moment or a high moment that you see over the course of a 162-game season. But a couple things that jump out to me, Christian Yelich was one for four today. That you know, Nobody's going to give him an MVP for a one for four day. But the double he hit was a hard-hit double. He had the RBI double the other day. He's hitting three thirty-three. It just it feels, it just feels better than it's felt the last two years. Five games into the season. We'll see whether it continues down that path. But for what we have seen through the first five games, it feels just a little bit better. And then Andrew McCutcheon, uh, does he continue to do what he's doing here? It goes two for four today. He's hitting three. He has three RBIs. He just continues to come up with big hits. You have to wonder if when this season comes to an end, are we going to look back at the signing of Andrew McCutcheon as maybe the move of the offseason, perhaps in the entire division? Now, there's some other impact players in the division. I think we can look at the Cubs and uh, them acquiring, say, a Suzuki. Uh, Suzuki hit another couple home runs today. We'll see what happens as the book gets out on him. There's obviously other players who have entered the division who are good players. But Andrew McCutcheon might just be exactly what the Brewers needed, and when they got the opportunity to get an extra bat in there with the DH becoming a universal thing this year. Again, five games. I'll pump the brakes a little bit, but so far it looks pretty darn good. 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620. That's the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Uh, Doug texting in says 5-4 to four is a popular score so far. Yeah, what is that, the third 5-4 game the Brewers have been involved in? The Brewers will probably have to average five runs a game this year because I think it's going to be very hard to repeat what starting pitching did last year, at least not all of them. Question is, can they average four to five runs a game? Doug, I actually I agree with you. I think I think the pitching was so good last year, especially from a starting standpoint, that it almost makes sense that it might take a half step back this year. And I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. Yeah, you know, Corbin Burns could be less than what he was last year and still be right there in Cy Young Award contention. And we can say much the same about Brandon Woodruff and Freddie Peralta. Again, it's hard to assess these guys uh, so early on. I've talked about it a lot, the fact that Brandon Woodruff said after his final Cactus League start that he wished he would have had a couple, two, three more starts in, in spring training, and they just didn't have it. So let's reassess on these pitchers here in a couple months. Uh can the Brewers average four to five runs a game? I think they'll score more than four runs a game enough that they are going to have a good season. I just, if they do what they're supposed to do this year, they're going to be a playoff team. But at the same time, it's not just about being a playoff team. It's about being a legitimate World Series contender. And I talk about that openly because when you have the pitching that the Brewers have, 
I, I think you do have to talk about the idea of them being a legitimate World Series contender this year. 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. That is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air. M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. When we come back, we'll be joined by Vinny Rotino, former brewer and analyst with Bally Sports Wisconsin. He's with us in just a moment here on WTMJ. A 1-1 pitch, swung on it, bounced softly back to the pitcher. Nice backhanded stab by Watkins, throws low to first, and it's bobbled by Mancini. Can't catch it, and scoring all the way from second base is Adames. The Brewers back within a run. It's 4-3. They go on to win 5-4. Brewers extra innings rolling on here on a Tuesday night on WTMJ, 855-616-1620. That's the Yankee Net Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Or tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. Let's bring in former Brewer and current Bally Sports Wisconsin analyst, Vinny Rotino. Vinny, making your BEI debut tonight. You're part of the team this year. So glad to have you uh, tonight and uh, many nights moving forward. I was just going to say I'm 1-0 right now in my Brewer's extra inning career. So, I mean, we're off to a good start. Yeah, Craig Kishon, Jerry Augustine, just kind of tell those guys, hey, until the Brewers lose, uh, it's it's the uh, it's the Vinny show. All right, so let's get to the final uh, couple innings of this one. Devin Williams works himself into a jam with the bases loaded, nobody out. What he's to do? Strikes out three in a row. Josh Hader gives up a double to get things going in the ninth. A, a, a ball that was, did not miss a home run by that much off the bat. I thought that thing was headed out, and then Hader gets out of there. I, I know you don't want to put yourself in those jams but when you've got the kind of stuff that Williams and Hayter have they are as good as anybody at being able to work out of those kind of situations it was unbelievable what Devin Williams did I, I mean this was the Devin Williams we, we saw flashes of last year where he couldn't really find it he was giving up hits he was walking guys all over the place his arm slot was floating all around his release point was floating all around and then all of a sudden, it was the Devin Williams from, from 2020 when he was Rookie of the Year and Re- Reliever of the Year. Like, it was unbelievable, the transition from one guy to the next, and he was able to strike out the side. I don't think I've ever seen that, where in a one-run game, you for certain were going to give up one, give up the lead, and probably lose that game. And all of a sudden, he strikes out the side. It was absolutely incredible. The strikeout to Mateo was huge, right, because you're not going to get hit. That guy's one of the fastest guys in the big leagues. He's not going to roll into a double play. And so you had to strike him out. And then he obviously took care of uh, who was pinch hitting for Chirinos, that rookie. So, I mean, it was unbelievable what he did in the eighth. What does Chris Hook say in that moment when he goes out there? Um, you know what? He has such a way about him to, to calm these guys down and, and the ability to, to give them keys. I don't really know exactly what Chris Hook would have said. It's probably something along the lines of, okay, remember, stick to your process of what your key is in order to, you know, get your arm in the, in the right slot or whatever. But he always has these guys focusing on the process. Whenever you hear Chris Hook talk, it's the process, process, process. He's got... He's got these guys just locked in with their throwing programs and all the work that they do before the games that gets these kids locked in. And, and I'm sure he said something along those lines that got him you know, locked back in. The win covers up the blemish a bit of what the team is doing, hitting with runners in scoring position a little bit better today at 3-for-14, but 3-for-14 is not good. What's it going to take for that number to start moving in a much better upward direction? 
You know, it's just going to take these guys uh, the ability just to breathe a little bit, relax. You can tell before tonight, you could tell Hunter Renfro was, my goodness, he was pressing at the plate, and I'm glad that he got that double because he was able to breathe a little bit. Um, Colton Wong is pressing, you can tell, and he's kind of chasing outside the zone. He's a little bit uneasy as to which pitches he can attack and which pitches he can go for. So it's just it's just going to take them more at-bats. I mean, I think the short and spring training, unfortunately, because I like the short and spring training personally, I think it's going to – they're probably going to rethink, you know, to have it because just the way that they're coming out of the gates here. Um, so, I mean, you just need more at-bats. You just need to realize, hey, look, this is baseball. I just need to compete and stop competing with yourself. And that's kind of the idea. They'll get there. It's just going to take a little bit of time. Christian Yelich, another double today. He had a double. Uh, he had the RBI double. The the other. We're seeing him get it to the outfield a little bit more. Either getting it down the line or getting in the gaps. I'm I'm not trying to name him the MVP just based off the first five games of the season. He still goes just one for four tonight. But Vinny, to me, it just it feels a little bit more like what it was uh, in those two really good years he has. Are you having that same kind of feeling? I am. Yes, I am. And even Craig Council in his post-game uh, news conference, he was he was definitely saying how good he was swinging the bat. And I, I agree. I think what he's been able to do and focus on, I'm not positive on this, but I'll get some information, is he's trying to stay middle the other way. And when you look at his video when he was with the Florida Marlins, and he wasn't and he was not a home run hitter with the Marlins. I know he played in that huge ballpark. Uh, but it was that was his approach. It was line drives, middle of the other way. He has just a knack to get that barrel on the ball. We're seeing flashes of that. And because he's taking that approach, and I think he's taking that approach, he's able to get more whip with the bat. When you stay middle of the other way, believe it or not, you can actually get – you're short of the ball, you're more compact, and you can feel that whip out in front. Um, and so I think that's his approach. And we saw that when he went double down the line in Wrigley – and then we're seeing that here. I mean, he hit that. It was an absolute rocket. It was effortless yeah. tonight. Almost went went out of the ballpark. So that's definitely a good sign for Christian Yelich. Last thing for you, Corbin Burns back on the mound tomorrow for a second start. We've spent so much time talking about the shortened spring training. What are you going to be looking for from these pitchers as they make their second and third starts of the season as they try to get you know closer to who they're going to be throughout the course of the year? Yeah, I mean, Corbin Burns just looked like he was totally out of sorts with that cutter in the first start. I think it was – I mean, he's, he relies so much on feel for the baseball, and it was like 20 degrees that day with the wind chill. Who knows what it was coming off Lake Michigan and Wrigley Field there. So just look for him to settle back in. Again, focus on the process. I love th- this kid's process. He just focuses on each pitch. He actually evaluates each pitch and grades each pitch. Not the result, but how he – what his mindset was. And so I, I think he's going to get back to uh, being the Corbin Burns we know, and, and tomorrow is going to be a good opportunity to do that against the Baltimore Orioles. All right, Vinny, great stuff. Nice job on your first appearance, yeah. and I will do it again tomorrow. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks. All right, there's, there's Vinny Rotino joining us here on Brewers Extra Innings. Again, he's going to be part of the rotating cast of characters, as I like to say, here on the program. Brewers get the win over Baltimore 5-4. A little bit of history was actually made tonight. I'll explain that in a moment on WTMJ. To a pitch, the Hunter swung on, drilled deep right center field, racing back Mullins, all the way back onto the track, reaching out, can't get it. And one hops, goes over the fence, and this game is tied. Automatic double Hunter Renfro will score Telez. It's 4-4. Four to four. 
The Brewers would get one more run. They win 5-4, three-game series, even 1-1. Series finale coming up tomorrow evening before the home opener coming up on Thursday. Brewers extra innings does continue here on WTMJ. A little bit of history was made tonight. Hobie Milner picked up the victory. It is his first Major League win. Not only is it his first Major League win, it is his first Major League decision. So first win or loss. And it comes in his 96th career Major League game. That is a Major League record. No pitcher has ever appeared in 96 straight games before getting a decision, a win or a loss. But that happens to Milner tonight. In his 96th game, he sets a Major League record by picking up his first career win and his first career decision. So congratulations going out to him. We'll hear the postgame comments of manager Craig Council. That's next. It's Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Today's the day. The day when everything changes, and you're back in the game. At Potawatomi Hotel and Casino, where your win is waiting. Alongside great dining, world-class entertainment, and a luxurious hotel. All in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Here, we play. Play to win. Visit PaysBig.com for more. Must be 21 to enter casino. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right. And when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 800-401-6681. Reputation Defender is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you, too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results, where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take control with Reputation Defender. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 800-401-6681 for free advice on your situation. That's 800-401-6681. Chance here to do damage against Perez. 3-2 pitch. Swing line drive. Right field. Base hit. In from third comes Adamas. A clean go-ahead RBI single. Andrew McCutcheon. He's got his first three RBI with the crew tonight. Milwaukee is in front. 5-4 in the seventh inning. He does deliver against the lefty. That's the game-winning run as the Brewers pick up the 5-4 victory in Baltimore to even up the series at a game apiece. They'll wrap up the series tomorrow night. Corbin Burns against John Means, another 6:05 pitch coming up tomorrow night. Manager Craig Council met with the media just a little while ago as he opened up uh, his comments. He really talked about uh, the performance of Eric Lauer and really outside of uh, that grand slam, Lauer pitched pretty well. All right, so I, we, uh, I don't think we have Air, uh, Craig Council available back at the station. If you guys want to play that, that'd be, uh, that'd be good. We'll try to get uh, Craig Council's postgame comments coming up in just a moment. Let me know when you guys have that uh, available for us. But, yeah, I mean, you look at Eric Lauer and his, uh, and his day. He gives up four runs, three earned, and it, it, was, it was one RBI hit. Now, 
he did some things that led to the bases getting loaded there in the second inning, and uh, that resulted in obviously a grand slam. Uh, but uh, that's uh, that's the situation you're in. You, you give up the grand slam, you don't give up anything else. While the line score might not look great for Lauer, I think you can also look at it from the point of view that he gave up just the one RBI hit. All right, let's get to uh, Craig Council. But he walked. You know, we we walked this, the seven hitter after two quick outs on four pitches that we had the catcher's interference, and then and then we walked the nine hitter again. Um, you know, and then he, and he, he hung a curve, he hung a breaking ball to Mullins. Um, but you know, outside of that, he pitched very well. What about how uh, he was able to finish? You know, he I think retired six or seven straight. Yeah, I mean, he got the. After that, he, he he kind of bore down, and I thought, like I said, I think he he did a nice job. I mean, went through that lineup the next time, and and I thought he pitched really well. Right after the grand slam, though, you guys answered right back, and that was big. Well, yeah, we took advantage. Of, you know, we had they made some mistakes defensively, and that that helped us out. But um, we all, we got some big two out hits tonight, finally, um, which we've been we've been lacking. Um, so that that was. Uh, that was big, but it was nice. It was good to you know put runs right back on the board there. Craig McCutcheon so far has he just kind of been what you wanted, kind of as advertised? Yeah, I mean I think tonight was a you know it was a situation you, you have before for sure, kind of late in the game there and um, in the middle of the lineup. Um, you know they're going to bring lefties in to, to try to get Christian out, um, but but there's some. You know that's protection. That that's kind of the definition of it, and getting him matchups there in good spots. So um, he did his. He did what he's you know kind of here to do, and, and get a big hit for us. Um, and I think he's going to do a lot more of it. Do you wonder whether they might sort of you know pitch, pitch around him or pitch very carefully to him in that spot? Yeah, I mean we you know we had I, I think there, there may have been a different choice of the next hitter if if we didn't if, if it was a walk. Yeah, I mean his his at bats were I thought really tough at bats. You know, all series have been really tough at bats. Um, and then he you know he did did it with the glove tonight too and made some made some really nice plays and specifically in uh, Boxberger's inning. So um, he had all around game. You know, dirty uniform award for sure. And uh, he did he did it all tonight. That's Brewers manager Craig Council speaking with the media just a little while ago. Brewers get the 5-4 win in Baltimore. How did it all go down? We'll tell you what the highlights. That's next on WTMJ. Righty on righty matchup. The 1-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. He went around on a changeup. Williams loads the bases and then strikes out the side here in the bottom of the eighth. 5-4, the Brewers get the win over the Baltimore Orioles tonight. A good one all the way around. Let's go back through it with the highlights. As the Brewers uh, in the first inning, uh, Colton Wong leads the game off, striking out. Willie Adamas then gets a base hit and moves to uh, second uh, when he's caught, but he's caught stealing after a walk to Christian Yelich. It brings up Andrew McCutcheon. 
Another look in the first pitch to McCutcheon is line past the glove of Gutierrez and down the left field line. Adamas around third. He will score. Yelich is going to be waved home. Here comes the relay home and Yelich slides in there with the left hand safely and the Brewers have taken a 2-0 lead here in the top of the first. But the Orioles would answer that and more in the bottom of the second inning. Two outs pretty quickly, but then Chris Owen walks. Kevin Gutierrez reaches on a catcher's interference. So runners on at first and second for Robinson Chirinos, who walks. Bases are loaded for Cedric Mullins. The pitch. High fly ball, deep right field. Renfro racing back at the track, and it is a grand slam for Cedric Mullins. Mullins, who hurt the Brewers in the second inning in yesterday's game, hits one out to right center here. And the Orioles lead it 4-2. to two. But to the Brewers' credit, they answer right back. It happens in the top of the third inning. Willie Adamas leads the inning off by walking. He moves to second on a Christian Yelich ground out. And then with two outs, Rowdy Tlez standing in. The 1-1 pitch, swung on it, bounced softly back to the pitcher. Nice backhanded stab by Watkins, throws low to first, and it's bobbled by Mancini, can't catch it, and scoring all the way from second base is Adamez. The Brewers back within a run, it's 4-3. to three. That's the first mistake made by the Orioles in the inning, and the Brewers take advantage of it. It was ruled a throwing error. Then there's a wild pitch that allows Telez to move to second. That wild pitch is a huge play in this game because Hunter Renfro does this. To a pitch to Hunter, swung on, drilled deep right center field, racing back Mullins, all the way back onto the track, reaching out, can't get it. It one hops, goes over the fence, and this game is tied. Automatic double, Hunter Renfro will score Telez. It's 4-4. Four to four. Yeah, Telez is on at first with the ground rule double. He's not scoring, but that wild pitch put him at second, and the Brewers tied up with a two-spot in the top of the third inning. It is a 4-4 game. Eric Lauer continuing to pitch for the crew. He gives up a leadoff double to Trey Mancini in the bottom of the third inning, but then he gets Austin Hayes to ground out. That, however, moves Mancini to third with less than just one out. Uh, with one out, excuse me. Ramon Urias would then strike out swinging. That's a big out, and it would bring up Anthony Santander. 4-4 the score. Mancini at third. 3-2 pitch, number three. Here it is. Swing and a miss. He struck him out up the ladder with a fastball. And that will retire the side. Lauer is fired up. Back-to-back ortho ASAPKs after the runner reached third base. Yeah, it's a big strikeout right there. Keeps it a 4-4 game. New pitcher for the Orioles in the fourth inning, Keegan Aiken. He throws a scoreless top of the fourth. Orioles go down quietly in the bottom of the fourth inning. Top of the fifth inning with one out. It's Christian Yelich at the plate. 0-2 pitch. This is a line drive out to center field. Mullins racing back. He looks up. It's going to be off the top of the wall, and it's going to be extra bases for Yelich. He motors into second with a stand-up double. Here in the top of the fifth, Yelich driving the baseball all over the place right now. Yeah, he would be stranded, but it's really good to see him hit that double. The game continues to sit 4-4 until the Brewers push across the go-ahead run in the seventh inning. The inning gets started with a Colton Wong strikeout, but then Willie Adamas is at the plate. One out, nobody on. Tie game 4-4 in the seventh. Bautista's 2-2 pitch. Swung on line, down the left field line, a fair ball onto the grass. It rolls and it'll hit the fence. 
Willie turns first, chugging into second base as Hayes picks it out of the corner. It's a one-out double for Willie Adamas. That ends the day for pitcher Felix Bautista as CNL Perez comes in. He faces off against Christian Yelich, who grounds out and moves Adamas to third in front of Andrew McCutcheon. Chance here to do damage against Perez. 3-2 pitch. Swing line drive, right field, base hit. In from third comes Adamas. A clean go-ahead RBI single, Andrew McCutcheon. He's got his first three RBI with the crew tonight. Milwaukee is in front, 5-4 in the seventh inning. He does deliver against the lefty. And then the parade of high-leverage relievers begins. Brad Boxberger gives up a hit, nothing more in the seventh inning. In the eighth inning, Devin Williams comes on. This is when it gets interesting. Austin Hayes leads the inning off with a base hit, then a walk to Ramon Urias, and also a walk to Anthony Santander. So the bases are loaded, nobody out, and it's Chris Owens at the plate. Looking into Narvaez. Has the sign. Here's the 0-2. Swing and a miss. He struck him out with a changeup. And a big first out for Devin Williams here in the eighth. One out, next hitter, Jorge Mateo. And get himself one step closer to getting out of the inning. The 1-2 pitch. Half-hearted swing and a miss from Mateo on an elevated fastball. Another ortho ASAP strikeout. And right now, Williams showing his experience and his confidence. After loading the bases back-to-back punch-outs. And he looks so much more confident on the mound right now. The body language is really good. And now it's the number nine hitter, Robinson Chirinos. Actually, it would be a pinch hitter in Ryan McKenna. Righty-on-righty matchup. The one-two pitch. Swing and a miss. He went around on a changeup. Williams loads the bases and then strikes out the side here in the bottom of the eighth. So we go to the ninth inning. Brewers still lead 5-4. Josh Hader on the first batter. He faces Cedric Mullins. He doubles. So once again, the Brewers in a little bit of trouble. The tie and run on in scoring position. And Ryan Mountcastle out the plate. Here's the 2-2 pitch from Hader. Swing and a miss. He struck him out with a slider. And that is a huge first out for Josh Hader. Next hitter, Trey Mancini. Hader has the sign. And the one-two pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball at 98. And then that brings up Ramon Urias. Hader has the sign. And the one-two pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out with a fastball at 98. Brewers get the win over Baltimore uh, as the uh, final out Ramon Urias is able to uh, fly out. Brewers win by a 5-4 score. Five runs, nine hits, one air. They leave seven for Baltimore. Four runs, seven hits, three airs, and they leave at 10. One more break. We'll come back. We'll uh, preview the series finale coming up tomorrow. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Wake up. 
Baltimore tonight. They'll wrap up the series coming up tomorrow evening around the NL Central tonight. Cubs hold off the Pirates 2-1. Seiya Suzuki is responsible for both Cubs runs as he hits a couple home runs. The Cardinals, they knock off the Royals 6-5 in interleague play. And the Reds, they fall to the Cleveland Guardians by a 10-5 score. So the Brewers and the Orioles will play a rubber game of the match tomorrow night on the mound for the crew. It's going to be right-handed pitcher Corbin Burns. No record, a 5.40 ERA. He is set to be opposed by left-handed pitcher John Means. Means comes in with no record and a 2.25 ERA. So the Brewers, who have struggled against left-handed starters going back to last season, will see what they can do tomorrow. A 6.05 first pitch. Our coverage will begin at 5.30, and I'll talk to you again uh, after the game for another edition of Brewers Extra Innings. Once again, Brewers get the win tonight, 5-4, the final score. Look forward to talking to you again tomorrow for another edition of Brewers Extra Innings.